0: yo, welcome into
1: the CHGO All-Star Podcast Post Game Show, presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. We join you from Studio A of our CHGO offices here in the West Loop of Chicago. It is the joint CHGO White Sox team and CHGO Cubs team coming together for this All-Star special. I am Sean Anderson, the host of the CHGO White Sox Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore W underscore Anderson. Alongside me, Her Lawrence from the CHGO White Sox podcast. You can follow him on Twitter at ecknerwall 23 And joining us from the CHGO Cubs crew, the host of the CHGO Cubs podcast, Luke Stuckmeyer. Greetings. You can follow him on Twitter at Luke Stuckmeyer. And the man who did not win a bet because it did not go over seven and a half runs. My good friend Cody Delmendo.
0: You just want to just rip off the Band-Aid right away, Sean.
1: I'll be picking at it all, all right. night, Cody. Man, you can follow him on Twitter. at least
0: I went three and one on ping pong in this office tonight. Yes, you did uh, <laughs> at Cody
1: underscore chgo. Four is where and you one, my follow bad. I can't math the ping pong. I'm trying to plug your Twitter, man. You're, you're talking over me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Cody. Cody kicked my ass in <laughs> ping pong uh, three out of the three times he, like, that we played. Tanked the game to the
0: boss. What a weirdo. Yeah, seriously, just, did you throw that just, one to Jake? No, because, he. I don't know what got into Jake's, like, bloodstream when he beat me. Not that, nothing against Jake. Like, Jake said you have a tell. I have a what? A tell. A yeah. J- Jake knows how to beat you. Okay. Uh, he was, he was giving
1: not. me tips. I couldn't. I suck at ping pong. <laughs> but uh, Jake clearly. I
0: mean, I don't think I'm that great anyway, so I'm sure it's really easy to figure out. Like, for someone who's actually really good, they'd figure me out very quickly.
1: Oh, I he he no. told me the tips and he beat you. So
0: I mean, Jake Jake's, Jake's Jake Jake I beat Jake lightning. like two or three times. He beat me for the first time tonight. I I give credit where credits due. Absolutely. I mean, Jake clearly knew something. But I don't think that I don't I don't think that like, you, like the narrative of me just giving it to him though. That's not true.
1: All right. All right. We'll we'll make sure we clear up that narrative throughout this podcast. Uh, we'll also clear up the narrative that the National League is a good league uh, a feasible league they should demote them uh, the American League wins the all-star game three to two it is the ninth straight victory for the American League uh, Kevin Kadok saying in the chat these things never go o- over Cody uh, that's not true uh, in last game it was seven runs the one before that it was seven runs the one before that it was 14 runs so here seeing he in five runs this is one of the lower scoring all-star games in history what do we make of it
2: boring as hell like just a <laughs> snorfest. Good Herb pitching going straight for the, is, the like, <laughs> great to see during a regular season game. Wow. But the last thing I want to see is good pitching during an All-Star game. Goodness gracious. I mean, that last half inning with Emmanuel Classe showing National League fans exactly what the White Sox have to deal with all the damn time was fun. But otherwise, that one inning where we got the Stanton home run, Rocket home run, and Byron Bucks in home run, Pretty much boring to me. I don't know how you guys felt about that.
3: Snooze fast. The best thing about the night was Sean's outfit. Thank you. Right? And then... What about the ice cream? Well, the ice cream was number two. I defended (laughs) the All-Star game as, this is the one All-Star game I like, and it's fun. I like to see it, you know. (laughs) And then this game happened, and like five innings in, and I was just like, Cody, you want to play ping pong? I'll play (laughs) left-handed. Let me get some ice cream. And it (laughs) it was just... It was like being in geometry class in high school, which for me was a slow death.
0: Oh, I know how bad you are at math, so yeah. I don't math. (laughs) Yeah, I don't math either. And it was, No one at CHGO Cubs does math, except for Herrera.
3: No, that's why we're all, we're into sports. Anybody that was in some sort of broadcasting class in, in college or trade school or whatever, like, we're all bad at math. That's the reason we're here. If we were good at math, we'd be engineers. Some of yeah, Sean. Right. No,
1: I took liberal arts math in college, so I didn't have to take more math in college. Mm. I was bad at math. Everyone's yeah, bad at math. I was Luke's terrible. That I on it. That's why
3: I took uh, meteorology for a class in college. Mm. Had to take a science class, <laughs> or math. Well, I was going <laughs> to take math. I've been
1: adding baseball stats my whole life. That's the math I know. But you give, you're throwing in equations. You're throwing in formulas. That's where you start to, to lose me letters.
0: Just yeah. can't do it.
1: You know, yeah. graphing calculators, couldn't do it. Uh, I, I mean, what was the, the, the big hiccup in this game for you guys? We got, uh, you know, Jack R saying the game was great. 13 hits combined for each team, 22 strikeouts for each team. Uh, is that the issue, the strikeouts? Oh, part
3: of it was our guy, like the Chicago guys were all nothing. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, That's Ian true. Hap got a walk. Oh.
0: Contreras didn't even get a hit. That was <laughs> that was given an <laughs> error. You know, we walk. Ian
3: Hap got hit by a pitch. Yeah, <laughs> wee
0: yeah. Timmy got a hit. That was good to see. Then
2: yeah. he was, like, replaced after four innings. I understand that's what the game is all about. You're supposed to get everybody in the game. And I got KPW, says, this guy Jordan Romano got the TA treatment. Didn't even get in the game. Hey, man, you got better closers out there with uh, Liam Hendricks only facing one hitter, I believe. And then Emmanuel Classe, you know, there's nothing Jordan Romano can do that Emmanuel Classe can't already. So, yes, I believe that it was a little bit. You know, Steve. the actual broadcast was nice. They were trying different things. The mic'd up conversations they were having with the pitchers, Alec Manoa, uh, when they had the Trevino, uh, Trevino and uh, Cortez talking to each other via the mic instead of sending out signs, that was nice. I enjoyed them trying different things. A couple of things didn't work for me. I don't like David Ortiz. Don't ever put him on <laughs> camera again. And as somebody said, it's like we all forgot that he did steroids. Oh, I just hug, hug, huggy David Ortiz, Hall of Famer. Manny Ramirez, get the fuck out of my Hall of Fame right now.
1: But it's probably because Manny can isn't doing the broadcasting stuff. I don't know. I don't know if Manny's I know that genius. A Rod's on all kinds of broadcasts. A-Rod, yeah, A Rod, get out of here. on steroids. Serious.
2: You're not huggy like uh, David Ortiz, t- asking dumbass questions in the bullpen, in the dugout. Did they only do that for a half inning? I didn't see David was, Ortiz come back. It was real quick. It was like literally like two minutes, if that.
1: I think the players mic'd up was a good feature right there, but I agree with Herb. I mean, nothing else stood out. I mean, it was a fine game. It was 3-2, went pretty quick. I mean, that's the
0: one thing I can't complain about. It didn't move too slowly. Uh, I mean, yeah. a lot of... Sometimes you got to sacrifice... The, the entertainment to go home earlier, right, Stucky? That's right. you got to <laughs> sacrifice
3: sometimes. Sometimes your team's got to lose so you can get out of here before midnight. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's just – and it's worked out that I, way for us a few times. I,
0: for me, I just felt like there were a lot of guys on base, No, obviously. I, they
3: said a lot of base runners. I just felt like, again, it, nobody base from the Chicago was really involved in what was going on. Maybe
0: that's a – I don't know. I just, like, just felt like we were watching. You'd see a guy get a hit, and then, oh, like – then they then a team would just wouldn't do anything with it. It was like all the all the runs were home runs, and that, yeah. that's cool, whatever. But I don't know when you want to talk about excitement, like in an All Star game. Like usually, there's a lot of base runners and there's a lot of movement on the base paths, and maybe some exciting plays made by the outfielders if there is good defense. The double
3: play was the best play in the probably, game, probably. Yeah, yeah, despite the bad throw, Jimenez Hemen- Jim yeah. behind the back to Timmy,
2: and then Timmy throws a bad. Uh, peg the first, and then, of course, my man Manny Machado's taking it slow, taking mm-hmm. it easy. He mm-hmm. he was like, hey, I ain't running hard on uh, an all-star game. I'm smooth on
0: that.
1: That was slick. Um, and, and T.A., you know, he's got issues. But, hey, Vlad Guerrero picked him up, and they were able to get the two outs. Um, and Schwo saying Chicago CHGO's Big Dave over Big Coffee, So he's repping that. the CHGO Bull shirt. Absolutely. Nice. Absolutely. But, yeah, I mean, Tim Anderson got a hit. That was cool. Liam Hendricks got an out. That was cool, yeah. and that was about it, and and T.A. was a part of that play, but you guys really had nothing. Wilson reached down an error, and then Ian Happ got hit by baseball. It was almost baseball.
0: so boring that you almost kind of wish they would have just, you know, touched the waters of the Contreras trade rumors just to have something to, like, be pissed off about. You know? <laughs> like, like, I have nothing to be mad about. Like, it was fine. Well,
1: Marley I, Rivera did that to Aaron Judge, and it was awkward, and it was weird before the game, so I'm glad they didn't do that again. Those again, joke I'm glad they too. didn't
0: do it, but with his with – with, nothing, with the nothing that we really got out of this for us, at least we could have sat here and talked about it. Right, yeah.
3: Or well, <laughs> if they would have asked his brother, like, what do you think it's going to be like when your brother's traded from the Cubs? Yeah, right. <laughs> we didn't. See they too both much, cried. Yeah, we didn't see too much of William. We didn't even uh, see too much of the Contreras. I can't believe they didn't mic him up. They that must have said no. That's all I could think of. That's a missed opportunity as
2: all the people they had mic'd up had great personalities, including Liam Hendricks, who should have been mic'd up the whole goddamn game. And he only got that one inning. But William and uh, Willie should have been mic'd up showing how happy they are for each other to be, what, only the fifth brother tandem to be in an all-star game together. It's amazing. Yeah, and
1: uh, before we move on and just, uh, you know, get off of this and go to different topics, uh, Cody, you brought it up. Only runs were scored by home run. Paul Goldschmidt hit a home run. Sorry to bring it up. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton hit a home run and Byron Buxton hit a homer. The topic of All-Star Game MVP was brought up. John Carlos Stanton ends up mm-hmm. winning it. He had a homer and, and R, uh, two RBIs. Buxton hit a homer right after Stanton. Uh, so who should have won the MVP? Class A had a, a nice end to the game as well. He struck out three, uh, the three batters that he faced.
2: Thoughts? I would have went with Buxton because his home run produced a winning run. It was 3-2 to two victory as ball that he hit was above the strike zone. He had to go ahead and get it. You said it was 93. I saw 97. It was 93. I got better eyes. Don't worry. All right, 90. I think it was (laughs) 97. He went up and got the home run and got the win for the American League. Now Stanton hit the two-run home run. and almost hit it out of the stadium. It was very impressive to do. But I think the if they are doing the, the thing right, oh, yeah, I see. 92.9, sir. That's a great radio station. Um, <laughs> so I think Byron Buxton, you should give him the credit because Yankees get all the love. So, yes, Byron Buxton is my MVP for every, every day. I think you should never pitch to him.
0: I I, mean, I, You ever. shouldn't
1: pitch to him. Ever.
0: The, the way this game went, I mean, pitching highlighted, I don't know. I, I don't think really anyone deserved the MVP. If it was me, I, I just would have given it to Kershaw since it was his home park, whatever. I I I don't think anyone deserved one personally.
3: I I would have given it to Ian Happ for reaching base. <laughs> there
0: you go. <laughs> I would have given it to Stanton
1: because he hit the farthest home run. He hit the hardest home run, and he drove in yeah, two runs. I think so too. I mean, I I don't know Herb. It, it, he is a Yankee, but yeah. he also
2: was the best player in the game. That's not true. Class A was the best player in the game. All
1: right. Well, you but you said Buxton would won the MVP. You're you're literally contradicting yourself. No, you said who was
3: most valuable player <laughs> I mean, is different than make the best player in the game. Sure. They bicker more. Who was the do. most
2: valuable <laughs> player, Buxton? Yes. He got the win. Oh, My God, the home run gave him the win. Without his home run, we would still be there, and Cody would get his goddamn wish of a home run derby. Framber Valdez got the win. So
0: it was that bad. I was rooting for a tie, so we get that home run derby. You were rooting for the tie just because you were hoping to over somehow. That too, you know. (laughs) Like let's get weird.
2: Like I don't know. I don't even know if it would have counted and made you go over, Cody. Like the home run derby probably just would have added one more run
0: for the winner. That's true, and then I would have came one run close. Or one run short or whatever. Yeah. So that would have been uh, better. I would I would've wanted that. Let's go back where Cody's uh <laughs> so missing so only by one run. <laughs> well, it's let's take,
2: a brutal let's, loss.
1: Let's take Steve and Cody into a, a better place here. Uh your guy Ryan Herrera is in the chat yeah, and he mentioned that. uh Nico Horner would have gotten Must've his nice two hits. be to be at home, dude. Um yeah, right? Ryan just taking the day off. In the um, AC. Um, Nico yeah, I mean, would have gotten 60. his two hits. So uh we're we're talking about this a little bit earlier. Who's the next all star for our team? So is Nico Horner the next all
3: star for the Cubs? Boy, that's a good question. Just because it's a – the only question with Nico is it's a
0: difficult position to do it. Yeah. Like maybe maybe if, you know, the Cubs go and spend some money, get yourself a Correa and move Horner back to second base. Yeah, and then Nico
3: and Correa could
0: be your next (laughs) All-Stars. Yeah, I don't know. Nico's a good – I mean – Aaron Judge. Stick with current (laughs) Cubs.
3: Oh. (laughs) Current (laughs)
2: Cubs?
3: (laughs) Current Cubs are players in the organization. Uh, Well, currently or in two weeks – (laughs) <laughs> because, it be because we got a whole different situation oh, coming man. up. So I saw the chat saying the next big game is that game in the corn in Iowa. Sure. You guys well, need any tips? Hit it to right field. <laughs> All right. Uh, next Cubs All Star. I mean, Nico Horner's obviously the favorite for that. I wouldn't count out Seiya Suzuki. Yeah, Seiya. So, yeah. Especially yeah. with the international mm-hmm. vote. Like, if he has a hot season, you can get a lot of worldwide votes that, you know, some players don't just get. So. What about Keegan Thompson? Charlie says on the chat.
0: Yeah, Keegan. Maybe. Uh, I mean, what position? Maybe Strowman if he has, like puts put together like just a really healthy season and starter. is is decent next year. Brennan Davis. Yeah. We're over here discussing what on the 40 Keegan, man.
2: Keegan Thompson is he's a starter for the Cubs. We're like, who is this Keegan Thompson? <laughs> you guys name? It's like he was good with uh, Jordan Peel. Jack R. says Nico is
3: already the best shortstop in Chicago. Stop it. Hey, it's Gordon Wittenmeyer's burner.
2: That's good to see. Yeah. Um, Jack is blind, apparently. I he mean, doesn't watch games.
1: Yeah. I, I, Tim Anderson's been doing this, you know, for four straight Nico years. Horner. Nico Horner has had, you know, 80 good games. So, congratulations Jack. to Nico Horner.
2: I um, mean, I see he has a, was a, that, Bobby Knight in his profile picture? Yeah. Tracks. You, <laughs> that that maybe, definitely maybe, tracks.
3: Maybe you could make the argument who's having the best season. Bobby Knight. Maybe you could make an argument for Nico Horner. Who's the best shortstop? You can't make that argument yet. No. It's like, it's, I had this, I, I did a story once on, I was told to go out and ask people who had the best shortstop in town for Crosstown, Javi Baez or Tim Anderson. Tim Anderson had just struck out 200 times, and Javi Baez was like top three in MVP voting. It was a ridiculous question at the time. It turns out that Tim Anderson is a better shortstop than Javi Baez, but at the time, there's no way you could make that argument. Which is a similar to what we're in the situation now. Is it possible that Nico could end up being a better player? Maybe. So, so yeah, the, the, I think the season that you are bringing up
1: is twenty eighteen, and that was Tim's twenty five uh, age season. And right now, Nico's twenty five. Yeah. So, uh, right now, this year, uh, Tim's hitting three ten, three fifty one, four sixteen for an OPS of seven sixty seven, OPS plus of one eighteen. Nico Horner three oh seven, three forty four, four twenty three, OPS of seven sixty seven, OPS plus of one fifteen. So.
3: F wars wars. We got any wars over there? Uh,
1: three point two B war for Nico Horner and a one point six war for Tim Anderson. So that's favors Horner by a lot. Um, F four has surprised. It's got to be the defense. Be the defense. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean Tim's struggled defensively this year. And In the interim two point one for Tim on FanGraphs.
2: And In the interim Jack R asked What's wrong with Bobby Knight?
1: Two point eight on <laughs>
2: FanGraphs for oh, Horner. Ask Ask Neil Reed. Um, so, yeah is that the guy There's choked? nothing good yeah, about the University Neil of Reed Indiana yeah. Sorry uh, <laughs> Stephen Bartle says in a super chat one ninety nine. $1.99 blah, blah, blah. He's a line-eye guy, no? Uh, Stephen Bartle is oh, a oh. line-eye guy Stephen is probably not mm. um, It's go time for the Sox, I believe he said It's go time for the Sox now They got two All-Stars
1: yeah. They got two all stars, Jose Abreu. I, I saw, you know, uh, Santiago Espinal, uh, KPW's guy, uh, out there in the all star game, Oof. and uh, Jose Abreu definitely deserved to be there outside of uh, Espinal. So, uh, I mean, Sox should have had three all stars. Forty six
2: and forty six. Byron Buxton, he's all right. That's about it. Yeah, it's go time. Yeah, and as you had a question with. Uh, who's the best shortstop a couple of years ago? I had the same question with our my former host, uh, Nick Shepkowski. Mm-hmm. Saw Nick on, uh, on Twitter. Him and uh, Adam Harris got together today. Who was the best first baseman at the time? And he absolutely laughed at me when I said that Jose Abreu was a better first baseman than Anthony Rizzo. Turns out I was right. Won the MVP in 2020. One of them won the MVP and one of them's tracking towards the MVP this year. And I know Anthony Rizzo has 20-plus home runs. Rizzo's not winning no. the MVP this year? I'm our guy, about, our guy's gonna yeah. win the MVP. You, you boy just did the show yesterday. Did he's it? not even have his best month yet. All right, August. where his best month is coming up, yeah. he's gonna win the MVP because he's gonna carry the White Sox in the month of
0: August. So right. yes, I've called. Anthony call it, Rizzo was a top three MVP favorite, and the only reason he didn't win because his buddy Chris Bryant was ahead of him that year. But <laughs> I think back then it made a lot of sense. It did. Right but now, now I mean, it's at the end pulls. of at the end of his Cubs tenure, for sure, you could say Abreu was better, but and sure, I I, I do think that the short porch has really helped Rizzo have the year that he's had. But Can, I don't know what about the defense?
1: Well, he's also had a ton of protection as well. I mean, having Aaron Judge in front of you and Giancarlo Stanton behind yeah. you makes it easier for guys to want to pitch to you. Um, I mean, defense Abreu's gotten better with age. So Rizzo's I mean, got what three or four of those gold gloves.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rafael Palmero got a gold glove three, when it was a DH, four. so I've, that's
0: a grain of salt.
1: Four gold gloves for Rizzo. I don't think uh, Abreu's got any because we know no. Abreu's uh, I, defense is age like a fine how,
0: wine. Sucky, how many does Rizzo have? Do, you, do you Four. Know? I just said four. Does he pick. have four? Yeah, four. Okay, I, I wasn't sure. I thought it was a three or four at least. 2015,
3: Rizzo almost won it, Jack R. says. I do want to say, uh, Jack, I did see your comment. Steve, my friend, got drafted to the Nationals, so I, I – <laughs> He's he's put that in the chat five times now tonight. I saw the first four. Uh, I just want to acknowledge that Jack's friend did get drafted by the Nationals.
2: And he's saying hi to Cody and Steve. That's hi right. Hi, Jack. Yeah, Steve. No, I'm Steve. Steve. Um, oh, you're Steve. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Steve.
3: We had we had a show where somebody thought my name was Steve, and it's become a when your baseball show for us. team
0: is bad, you go down a lot of rabbit holes. Saying, guys, Cody and Steve. Yeah. I've got a
3: question, <laughs> Cody
1: and Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Steve.
3: Steve
0: I don't know Steve I don't know
1: if you've seen this uh, but his friend got drafted to the Nationals So
2: you Steve got
3: drafted I'm, by the Nationals I'm Steve Steve Hi Steve see RWB was the guy Steve, that called comma, me Steve my friend <laughs> Okay, this is just incredible content. Not the Steve that's over there. (laughs) Oh, and we know that three pounds of beef for dinner. (laughs) And and shout out to Mister
1: Splashman eighty eight saying, "I'll take the guy who pitches and hits for uh, winning the AL MVP." Uh, We don't actually think Jose Abreu is going to win the MVP, but thank you guys for 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 taking that.
2: God, I I, earnestly answering these questions. Where I think I'm pretty laying on thick, right? We try. I mean, it's we
1: try. Like I know some
2: people cannot get sarcasm. Especially when it's written out, but I'm pretty much laying it on thick, guys. <laughs> if you want me to put like quotes on it or like say, "Hey, this is sarcastic," I'll do it for you guys.
1: But also, if you want me to be dead serious, Jose Abreu to win MVP on points bet is at plus twenty thousand odds. So twenty thousand to one odds. Oh, so, you
2: like an immense great value, right great there. value.
1: One dollar to win two hundred dollars. So I guess it's at plus two hundred to one. Yeah, but I don't know odds. You're, you're
0: saying there's a chance. I'm saying there's a chance on points bet. Yeah, it's my favorite app. You know that, Sean? Is it? It is my favorite Dude. app. I love to wake up every morning, like roll over to like my, my desk or not my desk, my side table and uh, grab my phone and just look and, at points bet. And bet the over on the All-Star game. Bet the over on the All-Star game, bet no run first inning in the All-Star game and, and lose all my money perhaps. But hey, hey, I did bet the AL to win, so I did win some money today. On the points bet app. On the points bet app, and it, it's my favorite app. Like I said, not only because of my gambling addiction—that's not really an addiction, but just a hobby—but uh, it's also <laughs> and a job. it's also it's also our job. It, yeah. yeah, and it's it's the best way to support CHGO guys. Uh, if you download the points bet app and use code CHGO when you sign up, you get two risk-free bets up to two thousand dollars. But that's not it. If you make a fifty-dollar or more first-time deposit, receive a free CHGO. Membership, which unlocks all of our web content. You even get a free shirt of your choice from a CHGO locker. Just like uh, Stucky's shirt right here. It's uh, sick drip, as he likes to call it. You know what I mean? So that's... uh, Drip with drip. Yeah. $2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free T-shirt from the CHGO locker. All for making a $50 or more first-time deposit at at PointsBet. If you have any questions, you can email PointsBet at AllCHGO.com, and we'll help you out. Your home for live in-play betting just got even better. See an edge in the game you're watching. It's your team prime for comeback. Anyone live bet the American League tonight? Because, man, you probably at least got some plus money on there. I did plus hey. 200. Ooh, that's, that's sexy. I like that. Uh, why didn't you tell me? I would have done it with you.
1: <laughs> I did. I said, Cody, the American League is at plus 200 when they went up 2 nothing. Ah, You should just listen to me.
0: I should have listened. I was too busy sweating. It was too bad throwing the game to <laughs> you're Jake. T- you were too pissed off
1: about the no run first inning. I, I really,
0: I really was. Yes, letting Jake win. Don't, don't just watch the game. Bet along with it live. More live betting, more live markets, and faster live cash outs. Follow along with your bets the moment they hit. Stay in the live action all game long. Download the PointsBet app right now and use code CHGO. So what are you waiting for? It's time to elevate your live betting game. Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with bet. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. Do not tell me to call. Thank you.
2: Sean, Mr. Splashman88 wants to know if you would trade Luis Robert, Dylan Cease for Gregory Soto. Uh, we, put to, we put together the— Robert uh,
1: and Cease for Soto, and that's it? That, oh, well, I put together the package. Kopech, yes. Robert, Greg- Colson Montgomery, mm-hmm. Oscar Colas, <laughs> and Norhe Vera for Soto. Gregory Soto. For Gregory Soto. Okay. Perfect. Yes, you're ruining
3: Luke's ad read, by the way. Was, I'm sorry. Was Luke. that for Giovanni Soto? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Our next partner has a product I use literally every day. Started taking day. AG1 herb because I didn't have time. Wanted better gut health, more energy, and optimized immune system. Uh, now I've been on it for several. There it is right there. Be a nice yeah. fresh bag that you're taking home. It mm-hmm. uh, doesn't taste super healthy. Instead, it's kind of mild and tropical. You know, so it's a pretty good taste to it. So I take it first thing in the morning. Here's what it is, AG1. Just one scoop of it. You absorb 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens to help start your day right. Special blend of ingredients supporting your gut health, nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all those things. I don't want to brag, but I just had a colonoscopy and I was told that I have a magnificent bowel, and it's probably due to that. AG1. You know, it does everything for you. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, I take it first thing in the morning and boom, giddy up, there I go. Uh, lifestyle-friendly, keto, paleo, vegan, gluten-free, <laughs> dairy-free, all good with the AG1 all-in-one nutritional insurance for less than 3 bucks a day. That's right. Recommended by professional athletes, more than 7,000 five-star reviews. Reclaim your health, arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D, and five free travel packs for that summer vacation with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Cubs if you want to be cool. And again, that is athleticgreens.com slash Cubs or socks works as well, to take over your ownership of your health. Pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Again, Magnificent Bowel. We've seen it. You showed us pictures I, of your colonoscopy. seen it. And they look great. It's, doctor just said, I don't know what to say. I can just tell it's magnificent. Looks clean. And it was very clean. <laughs> we got a super chat from Jack. Luke Stuckmeyer.
1: It's not bowel. about Luke's uh, bowel movements or <laughs> bowels. Uh, it's from Jack. it's a super chat. <laughs> I think Tim Anderson did great in his first start in the All-Star game. And do you think the White Sox could get Juan Soto or Frankie Montas or Luis Castillo? Tim did do great in his first start. T- <laughs> Correct. Um, that was fun to watch. Mm-hmm. It was cool to see Tim in that moment. And uh, he got a lot of different moments. I think they, the first, like, right before the game started, before they went to the game, he was a part of, like, one of the B-rolls they did, and he was the first guy shown. We saw Julio Rodriguez uh, chatting it up with Buxton and Tim Anderson, and Julio Rodriguez was like, oh, you did that thing where you ended the game at the Field of Dreams and shook it off. So uh, that was good to see. Um, but, yeah, can they get Luis Castillo, Frankie Bontas, or Juan Soto, Herb?
2: No. They can't get any <laughs> of those three. No. I mean, they could, Luis Castillo it is could. available, and the Reds are going to be looking to trade him, but there's, we talked to uh, James Fox from Future Sox yesterday. The White Sox do not have the package that is better than a lot of other teams out there, unless they're willing to give some Major League talent away, which would be dumb because you're trying to go for the AL Central and the AL Championship this year. So, no, they have Frankie Montas is a much more... Um, Feasible person, but also he'll be on the market with other people who are out there trying to get good starting pitchers. So, no, I don't think the White Sox have what it takes to get that type of a frontline starter or Juan Soto because as Sean just read off the names. It's a lot of names that the White Sox would not want to part with. And guess what, Sean? What well, hurt? There's four teams, I think, in the American – or the whole ma- major leagues that have not ever, never given up a $100 million contract or more ever. The, the Pirates. White Sox, the White Sox are one of those teams. The A's. The White Sox. I don't know the four teams. I don't know the other one. But, yes, Whoop. the Rockies, Guardians, maybe eh, – Guardians no, just Guardians gave can, one to J-RAM. Yeah, and so this man's going to be asking for $500 because he just rejected a four hundred million one from one from the Nationals. So – yeah, they're not giving that up to Juan Soto, even if they trade all that stuff to him. Well, and
1: to be fair, we don't want to turn this into a White Sox podcast. Eli asked, who do we want the Sox to trade for? On Sunday, uh, Steve-O filled in for Herb, and we went down through some of the trade, uh, uh, not different Steve, um, and different <laughs> I was like, oh, what, what, what are you um, asking me? But something? Steve-O filled in for us, and we went through some, uh, some trade partners and, and some trade potentials in there. So definitely check out Sunday's podcast. But like James Fox said yesterday, the Sox have the 28th best uh pool prospect pool uh, our farm system right now in the major league so it's just difficult to get a deal done Um, I know you guys have been throwing out some trades you guys have been trying to get Andrew Vaughn off our hands the two (laughs) guys that were in the game today Ian Happ and Wilson Contreras is this one of the uh, the final moments of of them in Cubs uniforms probably Contreras 100% who goes first
0: do I have to think about it right now can I think about it tomorrow
1: nope I mean you can Uh, if you want to give me an answer today though that would still be great (laughs) (laughs) they're both gone
0: they're I don't think gone.
3: they're both gone. I think one I of them at least.
0: Oh, one for sure. One for sure.
3: The only way Wilson Contreras doesn't get traded is if somehow he gets hurt in the meantime. And then why would somebody trade for him? Do you just wrap him in bubble wrap at this point? I wouldn't play him.
0: Listen, if if the Cubs are going to dra- that's what you're going to do. If the Cubs are going to draft literally 16 pitchers out of the 20 picks, that means that whatever they're going to do at the deadline, they're probably looking for bats. And to me... Perhaps considering how the system is set up right now where there's a lot of talent in low A uh, or high, yeah, low A, uh, they need some talent in double A or some guys that maybe like maybe like a year at least out. And that's what I'm expecting at the deadline when they move those bullpen guys and they probably move Wilson Contreras. But with that said, when you got some guys coming up and plus Brennan Davis – I don't know, like, why why movie in half? To me, there's no good reason to. Well, do we it. we both agree.
3: I wouldn't I wouldn't be moving Wilson Contreras at this point either, because Herbs even made the comment to us while we're watching games. If you realistically look at, they don't trade some of these guys. They're they're not as far away as you might think. Right. Once that farm system gets going, and if they can talk the owners into spending some money, they can make a competitive. A, this was supposed to be a competitive team, they can make it a competitive team real quickly in one off season.
0: Absolutely. And
3: but it's I, much harder if you trade Contreras yeah, and Hap.
0: Exactly. And, that, and that, I I know we agree. I just wanted to emphasize that keeping Ian Hap actually makes a lot of sense if you you know where the farm well, system's at and what these trades that they're about to make are probably going to bring back. I, I mean
3: <laughs> You're not getting somebody's top prospect. Cub fans will be angry.
0: Oh yeah, they're yeah. going to
3: be angry. You're going to get guys that are not the top prospect.
0: Even well, even Contreras, with as good as he's been this year, like the value for catcher just isn't as high as maybe an outfielder or you know a top end arm like Luis Castillo. But you know, what's
1: I, the plan though? Because I know that Jed mentioned or has avoided mentioning the word rebuild. Don't say it. So like, <laughs> what, so like, what's the what's the plan? Because I understand no your point plan, of like man, keeping I, Wilson, who's only 30, Ian, who's only 27. And I mean, even Wilson, I, I, if you want to get rid of him, especially with his catcher, and he's had some injury issues. I understand you don't know, to move on from that just because of his age. But, I mean, Ian Happ seems like he could be a valuable contributor for four years. He's only 27. He'll be 31. Four
3: years. I mean, makes sense. The only knock on Ian Happ, and I'm a, I'm a guy that would keep him, the only knock is what we were sort of talking about on the couch during the game. When do you trade a guy? First of all, he's got a year left, right? Yep. So if you're going to be in the same situation that you are with Contreras right now, then you might as well, I guess you might as well trade him now and get more value for him in the return. And you'd be trading high. Like, this is the peak at, of his major league career. An mm-hmm. all-star, like we said, a year ago in the pregame show, a year ago at this time, I was thinking they might not might tender him. He's now an all-star. So... If you've decided you're not going to give him a multi-year deal, and again, my preference as a Cub fit, lifelong Cub fan would be you should give him a reasonable deal. Hopefully he will take it, uh, but at least make that offer. But if you're not, you're going to get more now than you probably will next year because then you run the risk of him regressing and potentially going back or having an injury. Or This is a trade-high moment, so I, I think he's going to get traded personally.
1: Yeah, and Herb. I mean, people have connected Ian Happ to the Sox. Luke has always been connecting any player he can. Uh, I said to the Cubs Ian and Happ, Sox.
3: Patrick Wisdom, Yoan Moncada. Deal done. We would have done that deal. Would have. Would have. Now you won't because Moncada has been playing better. He's back. I'd what still if do we? It? What if we take? I keep saying, what if we take Larusa in the deal?
0: <laughs> and take <La> Russa too. <laughs> then the
3: Cubs could fire Larusa, which would be something they would like to probably do at some point. Either. I- be the person to fire him I just I mean I just heard a report that Tony LaRusso <laughs> is going to be
1: back next year as a White Sox manager that. I heard that so, and I know that's from your yeah, guy John Heyman but uh, you know I, I
0: think Ross that could David Ross is happen. The best friends with the guy though So, huh. Tony LaRusso <laughs> or not David Ross uh, John Heyman Tom Ricketts, he's not best friends with Tony La Russa. Oh yeah, I mean, you fire. That's, that's fire. not
1: that's not Tom Ricketts' biggest regret.
0: of <laughs> Firing Tony
1: La Russa. Uh Yeah, I mean, it's it's a weird spot to be in. Um, I, I mean, I hope I wish you guys the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, Cody, it will be over soon. Hashtag Spin Zone. We've been in that position, Herb, of a the race rebuilding to 63, team. Sixty-three, friend. I'm not telling,
0: fun. It's gonna be
2: not fun. painful. Not fun at all. Like. Oh. These games drag on. Now you got to start looking for, you know, individual players. See what, say, a Suzuki could do in his first full, well, not full because he's hurt for a long time, but first major league season. See what you are got in Nico Horner. See if he is the best shortstop in Chicago. If he continues this with his F4 and B-War being higher than Tim Anderson's, maybe he can. And uh, ascend to the next level. See if King and Thompson can run for mayor as Cody wants him to. <laughs> and continue pitching well out there and you know you're going to be giving away like Michael Givens will be gone off of this team and a couple of other the bullpen arms White Sox legend David Robertson yeah. David Robertson uh, Robertson will be gone but you know i will be looking forward to the two guys you got last year from the from the White Sox and I know Nicky Two Strikes is hurt All the time, but I'm looking forward to Cody Hoyer coming back next year and being maybe the Cubs all-star representative if they don't go out and make some big time splashes like Carlos Correa or Xander Bogart. So those type of players. So, yeah, I'm I'm high on the Cubs. I think them being as bad as they are this year is very surprising. Because they have major league talent that is better than they're performing right now. And they have players on there. If Sega Suzuki played the whole year, I think the Cubs would be much better than they would be right now. If they had Kyle Hendricks, who usually performs at a better level than this, uh, playing better and not hurt this year. Yeah, the Cubs would be not in there with the Brewers and the St. Louis Cardinals. We'd be not behind the goddamn Pittsburgh Pirates, though. That's weird. And only a half game behind the Cincinnati Reds. So, well, yeah,
3: if, that's sad. And if Hendricks was playing well, you guys have another trade piece. That's right. Uh, and you know what's really beautiful about this? We have a Sox fan who is high on the Cubs, and we have a Cubs fan who's actually high on the Sox possibilities for the second half of the season. I mean, like, half, Cody, Cody believes this is – that's yeah, he's he's got, going money I in, he's going money it, in. That's He's out. got but that's, that's the key word. He's got money
0: behind it. <laughs> I cashed out my twin's future to win the division at peak peak level I would think after the last series and then put it all on the White Sox at plus money when they were like like huge favorites before the season. That's yeah. smart betting, man.
2: I
1: believe
0: that's in the
2: why pitch why you guys do the C H U O Bet Show.
1: We do. We, I I do it poorly. Cody does it better than I do. Um, but uh, Justin Field sticks to a protein, ba- uh, plant based diet uh, all the time, and uh, it's why he drinks 100 percent based. Uh, fuck! I screwed this up. Three, two, one. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> hey guys. Hey. Have you guys heard about Owen? No. It's a 100% plant-based protein shake. Oh, really? It gives you the nutrition that works as hard as you do. All their products are free of artificial ingredients. They're allergen-friendly. There's no gluten or dairy, and they're easily digestible. Insert a personal experience or anecdote. Um, (laughs) I just have a feeling that if I was Julio Mm Rodriguez, and I was heaving out there in in center field, just, (laughs) you know, laboring... Catching that fly ball from Liam Hendricks, I would want to come into the dugout, absolutely avoid David Ortiz and his microphone, avoid mm-hmm. Dusty Baker, and head right to the fridge and get a nice cold Owen. He has a selection of chocolate, vanilla, you got salted caramel, strawberry banana. Mm-hmm. J-Rod's cooling off with something delicious, something that is easily digestible, something that is free of dairy, right? He's going to be drinking an Owen, just like Chicago Bears quarterback, Justin Fields, who follows a plant-based diet. And that's where we first heard about Owen from Chicago Bears quarterback, Justin Fields. And now Owen and CHGO have partnered up to give you an awesome offer. You get 20% off your first purchase at liveowen.com. That's L-I-V-E-O-W-Y-N.com. And with the code CHGO20, you can join me and Justin Fields and try Owen, only what you need. And next up, you guys talked about pitching. How's Matt Schwarmer doing?
0: Uh, we got one out. DFA, pull one out. Uh, what was your favorite part of the Matt Schwarmer era? The six era home runs. Stucky?
1: Uh, well, mine is uh, the Matt Schwarmer bobblehead that's on FOCO.
0: Oh. oh there you go. Oh, Chicago sports fans. Nobody, oh, buddy. Your home for the best Chicago sports coverage
1: is partnering with a leader in sports merchandise and collectibles. CHGO have teamed up with FOCO to secure your access to the best collectibles like a Matt Schwarmer rookie bobblehead there's also a crystal really morel one so oh, that one's a little bit nice Um, That one is nice. And CHGO has teamed up with FOCO to secure your access to the best collectibles and gear around. Whether it's Bears, Cubs, White Sox, Blackhawks, Bulls, FOCO will have something for you, your kid, a friend, or a loved one. If you're looking for some new gear, collectibles, or accessories, FOCO has officially licensed gear for men, women, and kids with everything from bobbleheads to swimsuits to Crocs. FOCO has got you covered with the best Chicago merchandise of your team. Head on to FOCO.com. You can click the link below or click the link below in the YouTube description. Again, Foco, F-O-C-O.com. And for all non-presale items, use the promo code CHGO for 10% off at Foco, dot com, or click the link below in the description. Again, non-presale items. Use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. All right. Thank God we got rid of uh, through the uh, ad reads there because uh, I have been screwing them up recently uh, and just recently. Not for the past four months. Uh, let's go into something fun we put together. Uh, we went into the uh, the archives and put together the worst All-Stars in franchise history. So uh, we got the top five for the Cubs and we got the top five for the White Sox. Let's go to the Cubs because that's what Steven flashed
3: up first. You guys uh, want to take this one? I mean... Luke, you ranked the, it. Uh, yeah, I don't know if this is... This is probably the right order. Maybe Travis Wood should be number five. Brian LaHaret at number one is the most shocking all-star in Cubs history. He's got to be. Like, I can remember people just clamoring, like, play LeHair, play LeHair, just because he had a good first half of the season. And it's why every time this year somebody went on a hot streak and we'd be like, well, this, this is the guy. This is going to be the diamond in the rough they find. I always say, look, guys, Brian LeHair was an all-star. <laughs> Even two months of great playing means absolutely nothing. Kosuke Fukudomi, same thing. Great first half of the season. I should say, good first half of the season was never good again. Steve Traxel, all I remember about Steve Traxel is home runs.
0: Yeah, I mean, Ever. I, I was really young when he was out there. Now, so Travis
3: Wood know. was a solid major league pitcher. The fact that he was an all star. <laughs> I did not even remember.
0: If he's an all-star, he's just an all-star for vibes. And that like, shows you what the it. first
3: rebuild was like. Travis Wood <laughs> he, was your all-star yeah. in 2013. If, if anyone
0: wants to argue about which rebuild was better or worse or whatever, I think this graphic right here is like a great example. <laughs>
3: well, we'll see who the all-star is next year for the Cubs. That's This year well, at you still these, had Wilson Contreras these two around. two are good players. That's true. Uh, and Vance Law, the White Nothing Sox great, 1988. Like I do not remember that moment in time. <laughs> we were going that through I this. wasn't alive. I, don't, I was alive, certainly, in high school. And I do not remember Vance Law being an all-star. <laughs> I do remember him having a good season, but I don't remember an all, it being an all-star season.
1: I, I learned a lot about the 19, nine, or 1988 Cubs all-star team from you. Um, mainly uh, Rafael Palmeiro yeah. uh, was a part of the uh, the yep. group that was a 1988 mm-hmm. all-star, along with Ryan Sandberg, which yep. must have been awkward for Ryan. Rafael Palmero, his wife, and Davy Martinez, um, according to what Allegedly. you guys told me. Allegedly. Um, so, yeah. Uh, hey, Vance Law in a little love triangle there. So,
3: all-star and in a weird moment of time. Vance Law, Cubs all-star. I mean, that doesn't, he's just not a guy you even think about playing for the Cubs, really. I was about
2: to say, like, I don't even recall him playing for the Cubs. I mostly remember him, of course, as the White Sox.
1: I mean, I don't even understand how, I mean, like, his numbers – Career horrible, um, and also just his numbers. Like he had an OPS of seven seventy three. He
3: had five home runs at the All Star break. Why I, was this guy in All Star? That's what I'm saying. Like I, I don't know. I don't remember that happening.
2: He probably had a high average or something that was weird. It's like two seventy like back in the day. Was he a shortstop?
3: Yeah. Oh, he's- he was at third, I think. Third, short, and second, mostly yeah. third base. And okay. so,
2: like something probably happened where the Cubs played the day games back then because they didn't have lights until August eighth, nineteen eighty eight, and everybody was like, "Okay, man, this Vance Law looks really good this <laughs> two months of this season. Let's put him in the All Star game with five other damn Cubs."
3: Now that was I don't. <laughs> that was also the time where you would go to the ballpark. And you would get the cards
2: mm-hmm.
3: that had, like, the Scantron, and you would punch out the holes. you get a sharp pencil or, or undo a paper clip, and you'd, poke, you'd get, like, ten of them in a row, and you try to poke them through without, like, puncturing your hand. Yeah. But you could vote Vance Law 20 times every five minutes if you wanted to go back and just stop the ballot <laughs> Chicago style. And I definitely did that as a kid. You would go through and take every Cubs player and just, like, and then the little hanging chads wouldn't come off. You yeah, know, they're not even. They weren't even that good. Wasting until the paper year just after, for
2: Vance Law until '89, where they won the uh, NL East. Like '88, they weren't that good. So why did they get six Cubs in there?
3: Wow, that's amazing. There's a lot of Travis Wood love. I'm telling you, stuffing the ballots. Chicago style.
1: Bobby Bonilla, uh, Bobby Bonilla, uh, Vance Law, and Chris Sabo were the third basemen. Sable. 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 Sabo. 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 Kids these Sable. days. Sabo is the, the guy with the, uh, the Rex specs. Yeah, he was. Former <laughs> rookie of the Year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 1988. That's nine I, years before I was there. Yes, I got I, sorry, I, I understand. You're, you're understand. Got yeah, that makes yes. me feel old. I understand. Wow. I'm sorry, guys. I was
2: 10. In All right, let's look at the White Sox.
1: Unlikely all-stars here. Got a top five for you. Leading off, James McCann in 2019. Jesse Crane in his final year pitching in 2013 was an all-star. In 2000, James Baldwin was an all-star for the White Sox. In 2017, Avi Garcia was an all-star. And in 1994, Jason Beret was an all-star for the Sox. Uh, Herb, you kind of pushed back on some of these for me.
2: I I mean, as a youngster, I loved Jason Beret. Foshball, awesome. He was great. And James Baldwin, he was the key, him. Uh, Mike Sirotka and Jim Parquet led the White Sox, uh, uh, the pitching staff, to the AL, was it, AL Central Division, where we hadn't won one in, like, seven years because the Cleveland Indians took over the late 90s after the strike. So it was a big-time year, and James Baldwin was part of that year in 2000. I know we what, went to the All-Star Game in 2001 there, but, like, we're talking about White Sox, who are the, the worst. Like, James McCann had a pretty good year and deserved to be where he was. But, yes, it was a flash in the pan. It was, like, quick, that was what he was. And I remember White Sox fans, like, we should keep James McCann because Lucas Giolito no good without him. Stop it. Um, Who's
3: Jesse Crane? I don't reliever. even know that name.
2: He was a reliever. He a longtime Minnesota twin, Jesse Crane. Then we signed him, I believe, in a free agent deal for, like, three years. Yeah, and- 2011. Then he had a good 2013, and he never, like Sean said, never pitched after that again. So, yeah, uh, that's probably our only all-star representative in 2013, if I'm thinking correctly. Maybe Jose Abreu might have made that, but yeah, Jesse Crane was our representative. Uh,
1: well, that was the one thing. I mean, like, in the rebuilding years, like, you guys have Wilson Contreras and Ian Happ. Like, you didn't have that in 2013 with Brian LaHare and, uh, and uh, uh, Travis Wood in 2013, but the Sox had Chris Sale right like the only one weird year was Avi Garcia in 2017 where Should've there was him. no Chris Sale um, Chris Sale made it from 2012 or 2013 yeah 2012 to 2016 so you just kind of covered the bad years for the Sox they always had a good pitcher in there and then uh, Avi Garcia was the only one that was kind of in that weird spot because then in 2018 Jose Abreu's back in it 2019 Abreu Giolito McCann so there was only like the one bad year for the Sox and Avi was decent you know, I mean, he was, a, he was a part of a big trade, so, I mean, it's, it's not crazy. Uh, Jason Beret, though, 36-rounder. That's why I added him. Just kind of shocking. James McCann had not a great year or career before that, and then just, you know, out of nowhere was an all-star. And then James Baldwin had, like, a four twenty 8 ERA in the first half in 2000, yet was still an
0: all-star. So I didn't realize that James McCann really, really stinks now.
1: Yes. Ooh, yeah. He's not good. No wonder the Mets need a catcher. He mm-hmm. Stinks. Mets need a catcher. Is that why Wilson, where, where Wilson Contreras is going?
0: Probably. There you go. We're, it's a place.
1: Hey, you got Pete Crow Armstrong from the Mets, so it's not bad. Yes, yeah. we did. Yeah, we did. And do he's... we have any final graphics here, Steven? I think we're done, but uh, we got one more. Yeah, we can skip the back-to-back ones. John uh, Carlos Stanton and Byron and hit them, uh, and we got who you vibing? I guess oh, who you vibin', so. We got yeah. Willie versus Happer uh, in in the. Yeah, which uh,
3: outfit do you like better in that the red carpet? Wilson Contreras with the matching pajamas, <laughs> or. Uh, Ian Hap with the extra tight suit. I like the matching
1: uh, set from Contreras mainly because Happer should be putting on a tie,
3: put on a collar. I mean, you're too
0: late. Maybe back here. well
3: it is Hollywood though. That's the Don I Johnson like, I, I like, look. I, I like it, I it's like too it Miami. I guess bikes. that was Miami though. Yeah.
0: Eh, I don't care. I, I, anyone I, who can put on a, a sport coat and not have to wear a tie, you st- could do it. Like, I, I re- just do it. I have Cody. A, like, do it a nice little respect for it.
1: If you put that on with the right pair of Jordans though, you'd look fine. Oh, for sure.
3: Absolutely. Contreras, you have to have confidence, you have to have oh, swagger, more confidence for that yeah, to, for sure. to pull that off. And he had like a slipper shoes on with that too, which looked nice. Yeah. Similar to the ones that Pedro Strope wore right. on the Twitters recently, <laughs> which was we, really the vibe. We, we did a poll really with that, the vibe.
0: We did a poll with that graphic on Twitter. And we got two hundred and eighteen votes right now. If you're Want to go vote on Twitter? Go uh, chgo underscore cubs. Uh, Contreras leads just barely, fifty one point eight percent right now. Huh. So uh, sounds about right. Yeah,
3: I yeah. Mean,
0: that that's l- not surprising though. His 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 sticks out a little bit more.
2: Contreras looks like he's ready for New York. He looks smooth. Ian Hap looks more like he's going to stay in L.A. Looks like he's chilling there. So they're getting ready for the future jobs. Sorry, guys. <sighs>
3: Wait till we'll we rub it in. Are the Sox <laughs> going to make the playoffs the... or not? Uh, yeah, yeah, they I mean, the Yes or 10. no? Yes yeah. Cody, or no? Cody, Cody's betting on it, my so bet, yeah. We're saving this right now. Yes. I don't, <laughs> if they go on a seven-game losing streak, I don't want to hear the whining over there oh, while the Sox it. are losing. Are they going to the playoffs? Correct. Yes. Will yes. they win a playoff series? No. No. <laughs> 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 and welcome to being a White Sox fan.
1: So you guys are trading everybody. That's right. And we are going to be losers, but in the playoffs. Chicago. Hey, hey, consolation.
0: I'd yeah, take first, anything to play in October, Yeah, first man. time
2: ever being three times in a row in the playoffs. <laughs> as we were the first time ever being two times in a row in the playoffs last year.
1: Hey, setting trends. Setting new trends, Herb. The window's open. Enjoy the ride. Uh, anyways, <laughs> that's going to do it for the CHGO White Sox and CHGO Cubs All-Star Special here. Thank you to Cody DelMendo. You can follow him on Twitter, at Cody underscore CHGO. Thank you to Luke Stuckmeyer. You can follow him on Twitter at Luke Stuckmeyer. Thank you to Herb Lawrence. You can follow him on Twitter at ecknerwall 23 And you can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore W underscore Anderson. We appreciate everybody for hanging out with us. Baloney, Joel, Charlie, RWB, Jack, Jack R, blank name, Courtney as well who was nope. in there. Um, White Sox friend. Tom. Appreciate you guys. Eli Stein from, Eli from, Stein Israel. from Israel is in there. Uh, so appreciate everybody for hanging out with us. And uh, I we will appreciate
0: be- the Travis Woodlove Mostly. Yes. We, we appreciate it. There's Travis a lot Wood. of Travis Wood love in the chat this evening.
1: And thanks for not slandering Brian LeHare anymore uh, in, in the comments.
2: He, he's he's probably had enough. I am going to say, what, what if he was watching tonight?
0: Probably. <laughs> guy's not busy.
2: Oh, so. oh, wow, ooh, wow, ooh, wow, wow! wow. That was, that was a low blow. I'm sorry. I'm
1: sorry, Steve. Hi <laughs> 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 guys. We're going to end the show now. AL Dominance. They win their ninth straight all-star game three to two again thanks to Cody and Luke of the CHGO Cubs podcast you can follow their Twitter account at CHGO underscore Cubs and uh, Herb and I from CHGO White Sox show will be both off on Wednesday and back on Thursday so make sure you check out the CHGO sports Twitter for the show schedule on that day but for Cody Luke Herb I'm Sean Anderson thank you to Stephen Nicholas for your production and thank you to Fleetwood Mac for their 1979 album Tusk we'll talk to you tomorrow go White Sox